Welcome to the Snap UK podcast, your one-stop shop for all the news, views and opinions you need on the NFL from this side of the pond. This evening, we're at the doghouse, and with me I have Gary returning from whichever horrible illness we bestowed upon him. Say hello. Hello. And John, dressed like Dave Lee Travis this evening because his eyes are puffy from hay fever. Say hello. Hello. Conspicuous by their absence, Jim, who is uh, sunning himself at some festival of... Marketing, marketing and it's basically lots of people walking around going, I'm wonderful. Yeah, I imagine with, the coke, with a tart martini. The cocaine budget must be absolutely <laughs> insane at this place. Just for Jim. I'm not, I don't know, want to uh, cast aspersions, but yes. I have seen Jim's Instagram and I suspect he's filling that baby this week with <laughs> pictures of people's booties on the beach. I think he's filling his wank bank for a uh, long time. <laughs> absolutely. I'm glad we've got that in there nicely. <laughs> also, uh, not with us this evening. Paul. Now, last week, Paul griped that whenever he's off, we bestow upon him some fake horrendous illness. And yet this week, he's genuinely off with a fairly scabby-looking illness. It's horrible. He's, uh, he's got some sort of infection in his, in his leg, which I assume is running all the way up to his cock. Yes. I think it probably started with his cock. Yeah, well, it could have done. I'm he's got call an infection. It cock pox. <laughs> he's got cock pox, and it's worked <laughs> its way down his legs, so he's not here. So, uh, yeah. That's, there's, there's just the three of us. I mean, at least it sounds new, so that's that's kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I mean, you want Gavin to get Gavin had AIDS last year, and that's really boring now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so 80s. Yeah. Uh, so just the three of us, and we're going to wing it, because uh, between the three of us, we did not manage to coordinate any sort of running order or script. Well, you're busy, I'm blind. Gary don't care for the uh, stuff that's happened in the past anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. That's very true. So we'll, we'll start with very recent news from today. Deshaun Watson has settled 20 out of 24 outstanding suits against him. Not the original complainant. She has not settled. The lady's name escapes me. I apologise. Ashley Solis. Uh, yes, Ashley Solis. The, there has been no disclosure of the financial terms of these agreements, and it has been said that there will be no discussion about it from this point. However, the remaining four claimants are pursuing legal action. Um what does this say about about the position these people find themselves in? I, I don't believe that 20 people went into this thinking, I can make money. But I do believe that 20 people could have looked at this and thought, you know what, I'm going to be very poor by the time I fought this because he can afford all the lawyers. So I might as well take what I can get and try and erase this from my memory. Because take it from me, lawyers are extremely expensive. Yeah, they are. They are. Um Look, I think we all thought this was going to get settled eventually um, because that's what happens with these things. And when you just give somebody $230 million, then you can make things go away. And yeah. it was going to have to go away. And if it's cost him a bit more money than he wanted to spend, then I think he's okay, isn't he? You know, Obviously, he's not going to have loads of endorsements, I wouldn't have thought, right now. But... Not for the, second, the amount of money the Browns have paid him, you know, he doesn't really need it. So, um, I think, you know, it's good for everybody that it will be, you know, there will be closure because, you know, it's um, otherwise for everybody involved, it's going to go on and on and on and on, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's, there's there are literally no winners from this, um, um, and 
Yeah, because it's gone to uh, in front of judges about criminal charges. It's not going to happen. So you do get the feeling that it's got to a point where like they might as well take a deal um, and move on. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, uh, Ashley that has is the, one of the ones that has not taken the deal. Will continue um, and. You know, all all all, in, all power to her. And These four will just get paid more money. But yeah, you know, specifics aside, when I went into the legal case, I had to defend the very first meeting I had with my solicitor. She said, "People's pride costs them more than anything else, and if you're just here because you want to defend yourself, you're just going to make you poor." And she could not have been more right. Uh, for four years, it cost me approximately forty thousand pounds in legal fees, and. I can only imagine the mountain of crap these people have got to wade through at their own expense in order to bring any sort of case. Especially in public as well. In public. So I, I, I can't fault these people, but I'd be interested to see if just one of them stands their ground and makes the things come through court. Because I, I was down with that. I was prepared to pay whatever in order to just get it said out loud in a court because then that proved that I was not in the wrong. But it's whether or not you want. That. I wasn't doing it in public. Is my point. Like it's whether or not you want that out there for everyone, because people will judge regardless. Like some people have said, "Oh, these girls are just working in massage parlors, so you know they should expect it," which is disgraceful. It's like you can't judge that. You don't know those people. So, you know, I, I can hear Jim if he was here already telling me or indicating I should get off my high horse yeah. again because I've done this. But so let's look at it from the other point. If you're a Browns fan, at what point do you put this to one side and think, we're going to win a serious amount of games if he plays this season? I think about half an hour ago. You reckon? Yeah. Because have, if, you, have you ever witnessed the dog pound? I'm sorry? Oh, I thought it was a film of yours. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yes, but, the fans, yeah. But, you know, like they're f- sports fans, aren't they? They're, yep. Not, yep. they're not political commentators. Um and we see it in so many different sports. You, you can, you know, people do, you know, for the love of their team, separate sport from morality. Mm. You know, Ryan Giggs, for example, allegedly is a bellend. But Man United fans will still love him, won't they? Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, I think almost instantly. You know, the, if not right now, the moment he delivers on the field. That's it. And, you know, excites them for the money they've paid to go and watch. I can only put myself... Similarly, that you know, like I have for years, I've been saying I I can't stand the fact that the World Cup's in Qatar. Like, you know, countless people have sure. died getting preparing this. Yet I know what, November the eighteenth when the World Cup kicks off, I will be like, "Fuck yeah, it's the World Cup," because it, I stuff just gets forgotten and you get caught up in the moment. And if I was a Browns fan. I, the first time that he scores a touchdown against the Steelers, you know, your biggest rivals, you're going to go, it, this trade was now worth it. Yep. It's like yep. when John had a go at me about the Saudi money flying into Newcastle and I just told him to fuck off because I didn't care. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so, yeah. it's yeah, um, well, Like you say, this Live bit- Golf is the same. They interviewed loads of yeah. fans at the US Open this week and every single one of them just went, I think it's good for competition. I think the PGA just need to grow up. You can't, because there's so much hypocritical stuff, because, you know, 
with all these different things. People have endorsements, people take money, people want this, they want that. Same with businesses. So uh, you just, it's it's never black and white. We should do a morality podcast. I'd love to do that. <laughs> I'd love to do that. I'm well on board. I suspect you and I can put a fence up in the middle. <laughs> yes. I think John might be sitting on it. No, no, no. no. I, I think you'll find John and I fall on very different <laughs> sides of most morality-based fences. You want to talk about the strikes today, John? No, let's not do that. No, no. but uh, good for them. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Uh, other big news. That good broke... for them. Fuck everyone else. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Like I say, save it. So, other big <laughs> news that dropped today. Gronk has announced his retirement. He will not be returning for another season with the Bucks. Uh, now I'm surprised I thought he I might thought ride one it more, one yeah. more but what has he got to prove nothing absolutely nothing he was only good for part of the season last year and he only he's in decline only got paid because Brady made sure he got paid and you know different head coach uh, I think he's like you say he's proved everything he needed to, wanted to prove you know he's won it somewhere else about Belichick you know and all that kind of stuff Um but he wants to party, doesn't he? And he he was pretty battered before he came back for a yeah. year. So what you know, he's earned enough money. This has got week eight comeback written all over it, if you ask me. Playoff comeback. Yeah. Playoff comeback. Playoff comeback, yeah, that's what I thought. Because there was one season in New England where he'd said about, ah, oh, that's it. I think it was a season he retired, and then they were saying, oh, it'll come back for the playoffs. Well, in the end, he signed with Tampa. But... Yeah, it was always on the cards that uh, if I'm not going to get beaten up for 17 games, I can just play the playoffs. What a weapon to have. Well, that's it. If you've got a a, a, a rusty still, but, you know, it doesn't matter. That he, did he, he have a whole run. year off? Yes. He did, a whole, he did year, have yeah. a whole year yeah, off, whole year off. That's the thing. He had he, a whole year off before he came back to play. And he's played two years, hasn't he? He had a whole year off and came, came back. back, you know, and it was the COVID year, so he didn't have any really have much practice. And he, you know, he looked really rusty that year. <coughs> Last the point, year he the looked point is, you know, how old is Gronk now? 32? 33. 33. That's not young for a tight end. No. Nah. You know, that that's not a surprise to see a tight end retire at that age. Nah. And, no. And, um, yeah. Not one who's had persistent back exactly. problems as well. Exactly. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's your back. That's, a, that's always a concern. I don't think you will see him again. No, maybe not. Four Super Bowl rings. Three with the Patriots, one with the Bucks. I mean, that puts him up there as one of the greatest tights, tight ends ever. Uh, receiving record for the most touchdowns by a tight end as well, I think, was 17. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's, he was drafted in 2010. Like you say, not many last this long. So while we're talking about longevity of tight ends, have you seen Mercedes Lewis has said he intends to break the record for the most seasons played by a tight end? He, now, I didn't even realise Mercedes Lewis was still yeah, is a player. Packers, isn't he? Uh, I thought it was the Packers. Um, but apparently... He was at the Jags for a long time, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was at the Jags for quite a while, yeah. So, apparently, he wants to break the record. So, he needs to play this year and next year to break the record. The point is, he's a very old-school tight end who's just there as blocking and catches, like, one touchdown a year. But that position seems to have disappeared a little bit. It's all about what your attacking prowess is now as a tight end. And, and yet he's still making a career out of being know, predominantly you, you, a blocker. There is a couple. There's Selick as well, who played yep. for us and then moved, and he was basically a blocking tight end. So you do you do get yeah. a couple, though. It's that, become old-fashioned, like it, fullbacks. It is old-fashioned, but it doesn't cost you a lot of money to have him there. He started 17 games last season. Yeah. Started 15 the year before. For the Packers. Packers. And that's the thing. He's so understated. Mm. But he's been around for as long as I've been watching the game. If You, you can have a, a 
twin tight end for them. You've got Tonyan yep. one end, him on the other, one to block, one to catch. It's a massive package. It's a massive package. And yeah, no, he's 38 years old. He wants to continue till he's 40. Um, Brady of tight end positions. Except without the rings. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. There is that. Um, elsewhere in the NFL, uh, Terry McLaurin continues to hold out from Washington Commanders camp because he wants a longer contract. Now, I find myself asking, why does he want a longer contract with them? Because if he hits the open market, a man, he's getting paid. So why would you want to stay there? Carson Wentz is going to suck. The team is terrible. We can go on to Dan Schneider in a minute. Why would you want an extension there? Like, I know the, the whole point is to protect yourself against injury because you're going to have to play. Just sit out. Just sit out the season. And then you're done and you can go and play for anyone you like. You can't if you sit out. You can't. Look, oh, at, you don't, toll. look at Bell. You don't burn a year, do you? Yeah. Uh, no, you don't. You're right. So then they, they have control. That is, that is the... Like, I, I'm, I'm sure. Done. I'm sure these yeah. rookie contracts, with the power now in college, the fact they can earn money, yeah, they'll have to. They're going to have to change them soon because otherwise, people are going to stay in college longer. Mm. You know, and which and should result in better players, by the way. Should it should do, but it's it's definitely going to be an interesting dynamic to watch. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I, I think um, I think just turn up this year. And then, then you've got the power, haven't you? Imagine, yeah, but imagine what the commanders could get if they gave him a contract extension and then traded him. To so give him an extension so he's happy, he's got a contract that he feels has got some value to it, but agree to trade him as long as you get a first-round pick for him. Somebody would give you a first-round pick for Terry McLaurin. He's, yeah, they would. What they is would. the point of him being on that team? If you see anything you might as well trade him and let them... Do the extent. But he's not worth so much without a big contract. So what's, what makes them think that Carson Wentz is going to be able to pick him out any better than Tyler Heineke could? Well, the thing, we, we keep going on about the, the, the commanders in a way because the team doesn't suck enough for them to tank. And in that division, you've always got a chance of a wild card. So the team is bad enough. It's just the division's also poor. Yes. Um, in, a, in a different division, they could easily tank. They, no, I don't think they can. Like the defense is sneakily good. It was two years ago. It wasn't last year. It got better, but yeah, like no, it the, was better the year before. Last year, it should have improved. And last, but last year, it year wasn't they had that good. last year they had a lot. They had injury issues. You know, whatever else. I the the what, the problem is the offense, and it's the guy under center throwing it to Terry McLaurin. But yeah, if I was Terry McLaurin, I'd be thinking, I want. I want to be out. You, you'd look at AJ Brown moving and you think, that, yeah. that should have been me. He, he is better than either, it was AJ Brown and Marquise Brown, Marquise both moved. And he's better than both of those players. Yeah. Well, I don't know he's better than AJ Brown. I think he's better than AJ Brown. I'm, you not, can, I'm you, not convinced by that you, one. You can throw that one up he's in the He's better than Marquise Brown. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I think he's on, he's on a level, might be on a level with AJ Brown. I do think AJ Brown's pretty spectacular on his day. Yeah. Well, I just don't see why you'd want to be there, and, and I'm sure that sucks if you're a Washington fan, but that's just the way it is. Uh, talking of the, the commanders, Dan Schneider has twice now been asked to testify in front of Congress regarding uh, the culture, effectively, in the sport. And they haven't uh, even moved on to his money laundering yet, have no. they? And he's told them he's basically got an unavoidable meeting that he's going to have to fly to that wasn't scheduled till after they announced the date. the Cayman Islands. Yeah. And it's like the dates were announced for the uh, for the hearing, and then he suddenly had a business meeting to go to. Um, no one is surprised, surely, that he's not going to be attending because he can't possibly have anything good to say. 
No. If, if he's honest. I mean, I mean, if he says anything, has anything good to say, then he's going to be found guilty of perjury. Well, that's my point. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. No, nothing will change in the NFL, and this is the same with back to the first story, the Deshaun Watson story. Nothing will change until people on the inside want to make changes. They want to hang people out to dry for the things they've done wrong. You can you can tell me that all these suits have been settled or that Dan Schneider does, doesn't feel like testifying. And at no point do I think he or Deshaun Watson aren't guilty of the things they've been accused of doing because I have eyes. And, and, and that's the point. Like The NFL kind of just lets people get away with these things because it's an old boys club and everyone's got money. And until you start affecting people's money and you're affecting people's press coverage... And even then, we've seen he's taken money off of other teams and you can't persuade me that he hasn't done that. And Deshaun Watson has dragged the league down and neither of those things has been enough for positive action from the inside. It's very strange. I I just don't understand. What is it they've all got over Goodell? And then he goes on and gets another contract and makes the NFL more money. It's it's all about money. It is all about money. And because at the moment it's not affecting the bottom line... It's it's not gonna force Goodell out of his shell. He's not gonna his head isn't gonna emerge from the sand because of this, um, which is and it's wrong. But his job is to make money for those thirty two uh, stakeholders, two in, stakeholders the NFL, yeah. in the NFL. Uh, you know he he's not there to be. As we keep you keep mentioning the moral arbiter. He isn't that. He's the money maker. He's so who money. is? Because it doesn't feel like there is one. I think I think it might be me. And I think he is supposed to be that as well because he's supposed to protect the reputation of the brand, isn't he? So um, I don't think you can, you know, keep making money forever if you allow your brand to to disappear. So I think it's trying to understand whether which which things are brand damaging enough where he has to take action. I don't think it's a proactive approach, but it's a it's more of a case of. Is this going to hurt the brand irreparably if I do nothing? So rather than a, how are we going to lead on this? It's very much a, or oh, we need to make that go away, or we need to show some, you know, some positive, you know, kind of messaging around that, and then they act. It's not, yeah. Oh, I want to make a difference about this. It's, it's not what comes into his mind, is it? No, no, no. no it's certainly not. Uh, well, well, on Washington, do you mention Jack Del Rio, who had to apologise? For comparing the January sixth Capitol Hill insurrection to the Black Lives Matters protest, and had to apologise to his t- to the players in his team and delete his Twitter and uh, yeah, find a hundred thousand. I liked dollars. Jack Del Rio as a head coach, yeah. and I thought he was hard done by when he was at the Raiders, but he's clearly a dick. <laughs> he's clearly <laughs> fucking stupid. So, uh, yeah. I mean, fair enough. He's yeah, he seems to have got away with it though. Like, I'd love to have been at that team meeting. <sighs> That's a disaster. This is this is the problem when you've got old white guys and young people of any background that you can choose to pick on, accidentally or otherwise, you're going to put your foot in it from time to time. And I wonder how that goes down. And this is, again, it comes back to the Watson. At what point do the players on the Browns go, this guy in charge? Really? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Surely they get some say. Well, they, they must, but I think well, the, the thing that's going to probably matter is He's going to make us a better team. We're going to make we're going to make more money. Uh, yeah, you know, 
ch- we, we, we can't judge as as much you know as you know Brits looking at the NFL because I mean John Terry had a great career after <laughs> fucking the fucking his um teammate tech partner you know yeah. whilst a married man so it's didn't Ryan Giggs smash his brother's wife he did okay yeah. just checking yeah. be careful with that because he's also he's, he's I think his trial starts this week for um yeah. Uh, uh, Smashing uh, somebody smashing, else. Smashing uh, his girlfriend. Um, so so uh, it's not what he did. It's the words I've used to describe it that you didn't like. No, no, I don't like... Uh, 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 I think Well, you don't mean to be beaten up by Ryan Giggs. Well, I, yeah, I think we should just uh, not look, mention it. I, I, the I'm point just, is, sports people with lots of money sometimes are very nice people <laughs> and sometimes they're not. Very, yeah, because it's all walks of life. Um, did anyone see what the Browns have done in a positive move this week, though? Uh, did they... Did, I didn't see that they'd closed the franchise, no. That they'd let the Niners have Miles Garrett. Anything did, else? <laughs> go on. Uh, You've got sh- nothing, have you? Did they shoot Big Ben? No. The Cleveland no, 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 Browns they've, they've hired a new um, uh, General uh, Manager of Football Operations, Catherine, I'm going to say Raish, but I could be wrong, R-A-I-C-H-E. Raish. I'm going with Raish. Uh 33-year-old. Now, that made me feel terrible because at 33, I was barely in charge of towing my own shoelaces up. And this lady has been a vice president of football with the Eagles and now is general assistant manager of the Browns. She's also worked in Canada for the Alouettes and somebody else, I forget, yeah. uh, the Argonauts. So, Can she make teeth? <laughs> no, she probably can't. Uh, yeah, you win there. <laughs> so, I mean, that's great. Okay, fantastic. That's the, by the sounds of things, the right person for the right role. It feels very sordid when it comes from the Browns. It feels a bit like it feels affirmative action, which yes, is a shame because it, it shouldn't. But you no. shouldn't be putting those two together. But because of the the the, the um the I hope she connection. has a chaperone for any meetings with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> just don't, Am I allowed to say that, John? Probably just, not. Just don't look at your Instagram messages. No, no. Whatever you do, don't look at your messages. Right. Um, let's talk safeties Minka Fitzpatrick is now the richest safety the NFL has seen uh, the Steelers have given him a massive new contract one of you two is going to tell me what his massive new contract is because I don't have it in front of me um, there is no doubt that Minka Fitzpatrick is a really big impact player on that defence but are safeties worth the amount of money that's now being four thrown? years 73 and a half million contracts with 36 guaranteed See, that strikes me as a lot of money for a player that doesn't often positively impact the game. It, it, it's certain players. I think he's a very he's like a hybrid mm. safety. He can you know like he'll he can play like a corner. If anyone was going to make the money, it was going to be him. Uh, he, he's he had a quieter year last year, but the year before, you know, like he's had two. Um, especially when he when he first joined, it seemed like he had a sort of like a Tavon Diggs style year. He just kept kept intercepting. Yes. Um, I like you can tell as well by the way Tomlin talks about him. He absolutely adores him. So so last year had his best year. There you go. So he had eighty four solo tackles last year mm. and forty assisted. He only had two interceptions the previous year. He had four interceptions. But he did have a very good year and in a very good defense. Uh, I think safeties are a bit underrated sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, how many times does that, you know, 
third and seven that you don't get because the safety makes yeah. the tackle stop a you know a touchdown. It might stop it on the you know at halfway rather than mm. yeah. on the goal line, but it it either it stops that it holds people to field goal. You know, it's not about you know it's it's really fun to watch the quarterback get sacked. It's, you know we love yeah. it, but that doesn't always stop no. every drive. And as well, a lot of them are, you know, you look at the best ones, you know, Matthew and uh, the Chiefs one. You look at Fitzpatrick and... Eric Berry. Is that who you meant? When the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, it was no. Matthew. Yeah, yeah, you said, you said... Oh, sorry, when the Chiefs won. I thought you meant, and the Chiefs have got another one. Right, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, right, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, they are the leaders of the defence. Yes. They are They are the quarterback for the defence as well. They, they, you know, you've got the middle linebacker, Generally, is the, 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 the sort of the mic position. You've got the the safety leading the the secondary. I think when you, when you have a, a brilliant one, and actually, I think that, um, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, my favourite defensive players of the last twenty years are generally safeties. So this was where I was going with this particular point: is do you think it's possible that the top sort of five, six safeties are so much better than the next tier down. Well, yeah. if you think about the top ones, you've got like Justin Simmons. Yeah. Harrison Smith. Yeah. Marcus Williams. Derwin James. Derwin James. Um, and then you start get to Jesse Bates. You, you know, and then you start you going... to Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. And right. then Matthew. And then you're like, whoa. But is and Jamal Adams all that? He was two first-round picks, and I don't think he's been all that. And then you start going Buda Baker, and you go, would I pay <sighs> Buda Baker seventy million? No, I do like Buda Baker, but I think he is the next Jimmy level down. Ward from the Niners. Very good player, but you wouldn't pay him that sort of money. But this is what I mean. Justin so, Reed, for instance, was a Devin McCauley. Yeah, and no. again, they're not getting them that sort of money. And I think there's a massive drop off between tier one and tier two. See, I think Derwin James is a brilliant player. He's just not always fit. Yeah, I, we, we, he's if, the best safety for me when he's if on he's the field. fit. Yeah. If he's fit, he's yeah, he's. I think the top probably five or six are worth paying. Maybe not quite this much. They've probably overpaid by about. 18 million something like that mm. should have been about 55 so he's clearly got a good agent and they're not paying a quarterback a lot of money at the moment so yeah. it's the time to try and negotiate isn't it so yeah. was Ke- Kevin Bayard didn't get mentioned just then but he's a brilliant safety but he plays on the Tetons who and maybe they don't he doesn't get enough respect because of the team he plays on this is a bit like um, so for years Revis was seen as the best cornerback so pre-Sherman it was Revis right but Reeves got loads of money and everyone thought, is he worth that money? Because he plays on the Jets. And like the Jets had two good years where they made the AFC Championship and then nothing. He went and played for the Bucks for a shed load of money and they were terrible. Yep. And so Re- on his day, Reeves was the best player in the game. It's just, he was always on terrible teams. And I sometimes think some of these safeties make their numbers because they're on bad teams. And so you pa- they, maybe I don't give them the recognition they deserve because they're not contributing to a same, winning team. Same for all of them, though, isn't it? Same for almost every position, you know, because you either spend too much time on the field or you're in the wrong position on the field when you're playing. You know, LaShawn McCoy was one of the best running backs of the last decade. Yeah. And, yeah, he got paid, but people don't remember him because he won nothing. Yeah, that's what being a Buffalo will do for you. But that's my point. 
Yeah, yeah. I was, but when you I, think I of great running backs, you, nobody even thinks about him. No, and he was brilliant. But he was amazing. I was trying the Eagles. Th- it was, he was brilliant. Yeah, I was, trying to, I was trying to think of examples. I was thinking of the running back uh, who was at... Um, uh, and I've, he's, he's going one, really well. He's one of the guys that's gone over 2,000 yards. Like CJ2K? No, no. Um, I can't remember his name. But yeah, he was brilliant. Uh, brilliant, uh, brilliant. Who runner. did he play for, John? He finished with, I think, with, with the Titans. Um, oh, fuck, I've forgotten his name. But yeah, it's, bad, <laughs> it's a bad example. But because he never won anything, he's never going to be remembered. Um, but you look at, you know, Justin Simmons, like the Broncos paid him and effectively didn't pay um, Von Miller. Like that's how much they, 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 yeah. Uh, value him like that's massive yeah absolutely so like i say the best five or six are a tier above for me and he, he's definitely demarco murray oh demarco murray yeah i mean yeah like you say no one rims him not no, even you not even me <laughs> fair enough um you were saying to me before we came on about uh the other fit magic and yes where, and where we're going to see my favorite quarterback this year so um anyone who's got amazon prime in the uk um, we'll be able to watch both Fitzmagic and Sherman as they're signed up for the Thursday Night Football. That sounds fucking horrific. Sounds absolutely fucking brilliant. Um, I hope that um, they just let Fitzmagic be himself, um, topless, screaming, uh, whatever else. But yeah, uh, no, I think he's. Uh, I think he's great. Two great signings. Well, yeah. well, I saw an interview with Richard Sherman once. It was through one of them uh, doorbell videos, so maybe it wasn't his best, uh, <laughs> his best uh, reel. But um, like, how was that prick ended up with that gig? Because he speaks a to a certain culture and generation, and that they're the people that are watching. So that's what he speaks for. So, and it's the same with Fitz. Fitz a- appeals to a certain culture and generation, and those two together. Don't forget, these are two of those highly educated players who have ever played in the NFL. So they not only speak at one level, they can encompass several different groups of people, and that's what draws audiences. I don't like particularly the Manning cast. It has its funny moments, but I've tried watching it's just the Manning cast, and it's, it's hard work. Yeah. So I'm not sure... How it would work for me. Peyton's places is good. Though. Peyton's places is brilliant. The problem with the Manning cast is Eli. The problem with the Mannings has always been Eli. Did you see him? I saw some picture of him. Someone bumped into him somewhere, and he looked like a right fucking muppet. <laughs> he had like he just looked like some really bad, just like could have been any random Gormless dad in America. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's that 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 is what Eli looks like. Yeah, that, that, that that is true. Uh, now speaking of, of of Manning, there we're going to have a quick break, and then we're going to come back and debate. Who was better, Peyton or Drew Brees? So it's time to talk about Drew Brees and Peyton Manning and why, apparently, I think you're wrong for thinking Peyton Manning is better than Drew Brees. Uh, I don't recall stating this as fact, but I'm going to go with it because I think it's an interesting uh, topic for debate. We're now reaching a point where we can differentiate between greatest and best We've had this conversation yes. before. The greatest or most decorated quarterback of all time is not up for debate. You cannot. It's just not. And then in that category with Brady, you've got Joe Montana. 
because he's also phenomenally decorated as a quarterback. Uh, if you simply wanted to take that as your uh, yardstick, you also have to throw in Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. But we might just leave him to one side. Uh, I think most people would acknowledge that Joe Montana yeah. and Tom Brady are in the greatest, the greatest quarterbacks of all but, time. Yeah, throughout Brady's career, he was constantly compared to Peyton Manning. Uh, Peyton started two years before Brady. Um, they played in the AFC and they met how many times in AFC playoffs? Eight, like or, eight or nine yeah. times in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Brady had won six to three, I think. Um, what doesn't get mentioned as much is the fact that at the same time these two were slugging it out regularly in the AFC, tucked away in the NFC for the majority of the time was Drew Brees. Racking up stats, which, again, not always the best way to judge somebody, but certainly racking up stats, racking up wins, uh, and dealing with what had been one of the worst franchises in NFL history and dragging them from mediocrity into consistent relevance. Yes, he had a great head coach for much of that time. Uh, all of that time. All of that time with Sean Payton, much like Brady had with Belichick. And yes, you have to recognise that Peyton won games under several different head coaches. Um, but I, I'm always surprised that Breeze doesn't get more of a mention. It's like we've decided to cap the number at two. There can only be two great quarterbacks at any one time. And I just don't think it's true. Drew Breeze, for me, was every bit as good as Peyton Manning and should therefore be counted as one of the great outliers who was able to contend with Brady during his greatness. Debate. I've got no problem talking about the greatness of Drew Brees as a quarterback because um, the like the stats do not lie there. I mean, you know, stats can mislead, um, you know, but, you know, Drew Brees led a good Saints team for... What I can't think how long he was there. Like it feels like forever, but thirteen years. Thirteen years. Um, he fourteen uh, years. Oh, there fourteen go. years. Sorry, I've got, I've got no issue. You know, Drew Brees is a wonderful quarterback. I just personally believe that. The, there is a reason why the top we that the Brady and Manning are just in that echelon above. Go on. I just think, I just on the eye, you could if 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 I was if I had was running an offense, and I had two minutes left, I would want the ball in the hands of Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Drew Brees, I think, is. Brilliant! I'd all, I'd be very happy with him. I feel, but I had to pick one or two. They're, they're the two I want. I think Manning runs an offense on his own. He's he is your offensive coordinator at quarterback. Like he, he his mind, the, the way he leads, I think, is just something we'll never see again. Especially now with Brady on his way out, he's very similar. Um, I just do you want some do you want some stats? No, but yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so long longevity. Drew Brees played longer than Peyton. Yeah, 
287 games versus 266. Yeah. Wins. Who do you reckon have more wins? Breeze. Peyton. Peyton. Oh, 186 to 172. And obviously Peyton had a quite poor first season as yes. well. So um, Peyton's um, win record was uh, 700. Finished his career 700. Drew Brees 600. Um Passing I, uh, yards, um, passing touchdowns because Breeze played longer. Um, he obviously finished higher. He, so, had, uh, he, did, he did play two years longer, but had fewer interceptions, I will point out. Yeah, well, Peyton had a lot at the start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot at the start and at the end. Yes, yeah, both yeah. ends. Yeah. And he only had eight, eight less. Yeah. So it was pretty close. Um, you know, touchdowns, it was only 30 different in the two extra years that yeah. Breeze played. So I think... I think what Drew Brees was was the um, the ultimate professional quarterback who would do what he could do over and over and over again. So you could build a perfect game plan, very similar to Brady, but just not quite as successful in terms of they understood his ability and the team they they put around him. You know, we know for the last five years of his career, he threw his past completion rate went up year after year, every year, mm-hmm. as he threw slightly shorter balls all the time to Kamara, Thomas. Um, I think Peyton, when you look at some of the other kind of more important stats in terms of greatness and how they've been seen by the wider community, Peyton was a four-time MVP. Drew Brees was never an MVP. Mm-hmm. And nobody, not one year, even the year they won the Super Bowl, thought Drew Brees has been the best player in the league this season. Um, and Peyton was the first player to win two Super Bowls, one with two two different teams. Um, I think Brees had a very emotional Super Bowl win because of what it meant to the city. But does that make him a better player than Peyton? Um, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Um, an excellent quarterback, but I think... Brady and Peyton are two greats of the game. Uh, yeah, and that, that's the, that's the, what it is. I think well, Breeze is. It, it does. It, it feels wrong to slight him, but Breeze is just the third best quarterback I've seen in what play. Uh, He's not though, is he? He's not because Aaron Rodgers. Possibly, has the yeah. same number of Super Bowls as Drew Brees, and you would say Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Drew Brees. There you go. Probably a fourth. And okay. it's not a slight. So, so here's the thing, then. I, I absolutely agree with what you've just said. What I don't agree with is the, how you've ranked it. I think my point at the start was Brady is up here with Montana, and then you've got Manning, Rodgers, and Brees, if you want to bring Rodgers in, in the next category. I, 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 I don't think, think Manning's up there with Brady. I, I think Peyton did some stuff that... It doesn't get him up there with Brady. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if Montana's even up there with Brady anymore. Nah. You know, different era. That's the problem. It's a with different that. era, and there's a, there's a gap between Brady and and Peyton. But there's definitely then another gap from Peyton because he achieved things that have, had never been achieved yeah. before. Um, and you know, when you go back to that kind of the early years when he got to the Broncos, when he first got to the Broncos, and he was thrown to the, you know, the. The Julius Thomas, mm. you know, Demarius Thomas. It was ridiculous what he was yeah. doing. 39, you know. 59, 50, 39, 55, yeah. 37, and then the, 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 the drop-off. Yeah. But he was ridiculous. 
Um, you know, and the Colts weren't amazing when he got there either. No, let's let's only, just remember that. Only won two games. Exactly. So he the Colts weren't amazing. Um, you know, Manning was a first overall pick. You know, Drew Brees was a second round pick, and 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 that's why I think. So yeah, I'm not saying he's he's achieved as much as Brady, but he also got to four Super Bowls, and Brees only got to one. Hundred percent record. Told it you was a hundred percent record, but you've still got to put like because the the Super Bowls we've seen over the last few years doesn't necessarily come back to the quarterback no. winning it, you know. So actually, what you're saying See, is Peyton Manning put his team in a position to win a Super Bowl four times. Well, I could have won the last Super Bowl that he won. Well, but it still happened, if that, didn't it? I mean, if if you're if you're saying if if that's how you're you're lining it up, he wasn't great in all of those Super Bowls. In fact, in the last No, but one, he had more playoff wins. Yes, he did. He had yeah, more absolutely. playoff wins. So, yeah, for me, there was a there was a lot of stats that they are quite close to because they both played yeah, yeah. at a high level for a long time. But there are a few stats that just separate Peyton out and some really key ones. I think if you're doing it on stats, it's almost, I mean, apart from the MVP one, I think they're so similar. And, like, as well, like, um, Breeze left San Diego yep. because they were he, shit. They dropped well, Philip Rivers. They dropped Philip Rivers. He had a shoulder injury, yep. and they didn't want to pay him big money after a shoulder injury, so he went to New Orleans. Where was he supposed to go before he went to New Orleans? I can't remember. He was supposed to go to the Dolphins, and he failed the medical, and they turned him down, there and then go. ended up in quarterback purgatory for like the next ten years. <laughs> but yeah, it and is mad like, when you. Then, but then you've got the thing that you know. Manning was injured at yep. the Colts. Yeah, yeah, that's he what was, I mean. It's another there's, there's, thing. There's, the, the similarities between the two are stark. Like, it's purely, I say Manning is better purely on the eye because I just used to love watch him, watching him at under centre and you just see what, you know, I, like we mentioned the Manning cast in the first half. Mm. I love him explaining... The calls mentally, he's mentally he was he, he like he's no, he is your offensive coordinator, yeah, and like literally it, it's something where it will it's leaving the game. You aren't yeah. going to get Peyton Manning's and the Tom Brady's again because it's micromanaged from the from the side, and I think it's 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 sad to see in a way. But yeah, sorry, go. Well, so Breeze went to the playoffs ten times. Peyton went 15 times. Mm-hmm. Breeze only actually ever won nine playoff games, yeah. including the Super Bowl run. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there was opportunity to go the Saints to do some, more. They were some terrible teams. Don't forget how bad some of those Saints defences were. We have openly mocked them over the years of doing yeah. this. And Peyton rarely played on a team that bad. Rarely. No. I, I always feel... No, he didn't play on a team that bad. He did come up against... A dynasty. Yeah. He was directly against, like, you know, Breeze has come up against, like, a decent Packers team. The Giants, when they were on a run. Like, he's never come up... The Niners a couple of times, the Ravens yeah. a couple of yeah. times. You Th- know. These, aren't, uh, these aren't brilliant teams, whereas... Yeah, what would have Peyton, what would have Peyton done, done if he wasn't playing Brady in the AFC Championship oh, game? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And many I think, times. as well, we, 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 I was trying not to mention Brady as much, but I think... The Brady element in the AFC, I think, uh, could, does cost Manning more playoff games than uh, I think um, you, you would get if it was a way around. Well, yeah, because it was something like 10 out of 11 years. It was either 
Brady, Manning, or Roethlisberger went from the AFC into the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, I'm not disagreeing with any of the things you say. Other than I don't, I think Brady's on his own, and Which I think Breeze is yeah. therefore we, we, so we, much closer to Manning. But, but who is the better player out of Breeze and Manning? Yeah. Well, that's my point. I don't. I think it's like a card's width in between. I don't. Oh, yeah, I agree. On I, the on, see, John saying on the eye, he preferred Manning. On the eye, playing, throwing the ball, I preferred Breeze. See, I I think there's a bigger gap than than you would say, because the last four or five years, Drew Breeze was not really a factor. He wasn't asked to be a factor. Their team, but he wasn't a factor, was he? That, that's it. Well, when he when he started, he he didn't have the massive drop off and leave that, yeah. that Manning had. But he had on the, on the sideline. He did have Sean Payton, who was able to build teams. Yeah, Kamara, Thomas, so we, Ingram. We, all the, the pressure was taken off Breeze a lot of the time. I absolutely agree with you. On fourth, on a third and long, he'd bring in but Taysom Hill. Or, you, you know. There is no way then, if you want to do that, that you can discount the fact that Brock Osweiler got the Broncos to the playoffs and Manning was thrown in for the win. The defense got them. To yeah, the yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, the quarterback under center when they got. I mean, don't forget when Manning uh, was injured and missed loads of games. He had thrown the league leading interceptions, and he'd only thrown like six touchdowns or something. It's always nice to bookend a career. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, look, that that and and looking just at the two ends of Peyton's career is not fair either. That's not really my point. I'm just saying, yes, Breeze's career was managed at the end and Brady's disappeared off a cliff much uh, sorry Manning's disappeared off a cliff much quicker than that team could realistically manage but he won one of his two Super Bowl rings on the back of the best defence some of us had seen in a long time the, the stats were closer than I expected them yes. to be okay so, so I'll uh, give yeah. you that I mean uh, it wasn't Breeze's Super Bowl win against Manning didn't they you know beat what? the Colts? I do not remember. Yeah, they might have done. I'd have to look that up. I think they beat the Colts. I, that is actually before my time watching. Was that 2009? Griff will love that if that's right. I, I, I Genuinely, I don't know. Uh, yeah, 2009. They. Uh, oh, silence on a podcast is always good. Uh, yes, because it was either the Colts or the Jets. Oh, uh, yeah. So. That, was that one of the Reavers years I was talking about where they made the AFC Championship game? <laughs> so, yeah, 31-17. Um, but, of course, do you remember where, where the, K, the Colts took control? From a special from teams. On, on tie special kick. teams. Yeah, the Saints took control. Yes, Saints took control. They kicked off the second half. Tick, they on yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, now we're talking head-to-head, which they didn't have a lot of, and Breeze is suddenly winning. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I can concede the fact that Manning was brilliant. But I still feel Breeze is so much closer. My whole point all the way from right back when was that he's so much closer and he's given credit. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, uh, that I will go with because. I will also happily put Rodgers into second behind Brady. Yeah. Because having watched him and you're talking about eye test, he's better than Manning. Just on the eye. He doesn't run the game the same way, it's a completely different sort of game. And do you know there's a, a quarterback here that we're not mentioning because things have gone badly recently? But for four or five years, in the same breath as these guys, was Russell Wilson. He was talked about the same. It's, he's going to have this and that, and they won a Super Bowl. And well, I think we need to see. Yeah, you know because yeah. well now you know, he's moved. Peyton we was see. like eighteen years, or you know, fifteen. I think he was fifteen years. Breeze was seventeen yeah. years. So what's Russell Wilson at eight or nine? Uh, two thousand eleven, he was drafted. Okay, so eleven years. Okay. 
So we, we need to see how the next six years pan yeah. out, I suppose. His, his dynasty is not over if he wants to, to do a run with the Broncos. It's I just, he I would also say, if you're going to take a Super Bowl win away from Peyton mm. because yeah, of yeah. the defence, the, the, the Legion of Boom won that defence, won that game. I mean, against Manning, but the it was because the the t- the Broncos around him capitulated. Yes, it wasn't. You know, he, the the line just collapsed. It was Great, similar, greatest start similar ever to, to yeah, greatest start ever similar to, to the the Chiefs against the um, the Bucks. Like some days, it's just defense, and the the, the the offense doesn't turn up. You can have the you can have the best quarterback, but but this is what makes these debates so fascinating is because trying to separate the quarterback from the team and the opposition yeah. is really hard, and and this is why I feel Breeze deserves more respect. I know as well some people like to put him down for things he said and done that maybe don't exactly. Oh, I, I was decided not to bring his religious mumbo no, jumbo no, into it. I'm, I'm, we're not, I'm not putting character into this because otherwise I believe, Peyton is much funnier. I believe some people do. Peyton is one of the funniest and I really appreciate it. and the fact that Brady and Manning have a similar sense of humour and sort of bounced off each other a bit I think made them a duo and Breeze wasn't able to join in with that yeah it's, it's like Aaron Rodgers he, he isn't really able to chime and, and Rodgers oh, you know he does some amazing things but I am getting very frustrated with his gun shyness nowadays yeah just can't pull that trigger so worried about his, his numbers yeah, it seems to be. See, the most entertaining quarterback was Brett Favre, who didn't give a monkeys about what his interception yeah. ratio looked like as long as he was winning games. Um, he doesn't get mentioned with the great quarterbacks, but his stats are phenomenal. But he did just launch the ball and hope to see what happened. Yeah, like as well, yeah, we just mentioned the, the end of uh, Manning's. Like the last few years of Favre were the Jets and Vikings. Jets and, and it Vikings, pretty, and it's yeah. not the. It's not how. The Sometimes you just need to retire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not to drag too many in, but it's just because, as much as I have loved watching Tom Brady, and I enjoyed the Brady Manning era, I just feel other players just get left in the dark a bit, and Breeze deserved a bit more respect. I, I'm literally we're talking about two of the top five quarterbacks in our lifetimes. Yeah. So, yes, um, I can I can understand that. I think I think. Possibly as well. Breeze has not as Roethlisberger won two Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah see now, why? See, I haven't even thought to bring him into this conversation, other than the fact I knew he went to a lot of AFC games. But is was he that good? He had like a two or three year window where he was really good. Do you know what? He was a bit inconsistent. Yeah. But if you ask me, which one I would want to watch out of Breeze or Roethlisberger, like. The way he boomed a ball, he absolutely launched the ball. Only for about two, or th- three or four years, maybe. But in those years, he hmm. was amazing. Yeah, he absolutely was. I, I, I just don't. I, I but don't. He threw two interceptions, yeah, yeah. but five touchdowns. I don't believe Ben Roethlisberger is in the same league as the the other quarterbacks. You think he sat there with with Eli? No, I think he's in the tier of. See, I think I, I don't. I think Eli gets a lot of credit, and on his day, he was brilliant. But his days were so far between that I don't even think he should be in this conversation. He's got two Super Bowls, and Roethlisberger and Eli are much further down the list. There are quarterbacks who haven't won Super Bowls that I think are better than Roethlisberger and Eli. Roethlisberger has been brilliant for three or four years. It's there's no like his numbers are great, but like you've watched him half of his career, he's just been a lumbering fat guy. Yeah, but you when can still throw a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, when he was 
when he was fit and just bigger than everyone yes, else, yeah, and yeah. like you know, defenses just couldn't get him. He was he was fun to watch. Yeah, um, and once again, I'm having to not bring up the moral Character, issues, yeah. characters. But Michael Vick was fun to watch. He didn't win very much. His, some of his stats are phenomenal, but and, and to what it was incredible. But nah, I don't know. Like and that's how I feel about Big is, Ben. Yeah, like it's a shame. But the, the, the you know, like oh, when I used to watch it as a, a bit younger, um, Cole Pepper, Dante Cole Pepper. I used to love watch. Yeah, yeah. Once again, really fun to watch. But he's never going to get <laughs> bring up with these lists. But no, like the you know the, the, it, the fun. Quarterbacks to watch almost is, is like a, uh, a category of its own. Yes. Um, and actually, like, you, you know, Brady's got like a billion rings. He's not that much fun, is he? But he was very clinical. Yes. Yes. Um, Can I bring Ryan Fitzpatrick up? Is it time for him to no. be mentioned? <laughs> but no, he was fun. <laughs> Jameis Winston is yep. fun. Yep. They're not going to. Uh, they're not going to trouble Canton. They're not going to no. trouble the playoffs, no. really. We should, but yeah, we, we should reel this back into where we started. I, I feel like I'm happy to concede that I've lost the debate two to one, but I feel I've I've managed to shine a light into the place it was supposed to be. You know, it, it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we. I, I think what we need to see with Breeze is as well. He's only been retired a year. Um, Peyton Man has had six years to ha- let his legend grow. Is especially that how long it's been now, Jesus. I think, yeah, because he's, he's been in Canton a year, hasn't he? Yeah. So, um, and you know, they've had six years of the the, the Broncos being shit six. to help those. those yeah. the, they haven't been know. to the playoffs since, have they? No. And you know, let's 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 see. You know, let's see how much the Saints are going to miss. I think that might help being, build his legacy. No. Uh, when Peyton retired, this is this is my final thought on this. When Peyton retired, let's not forget that Brock Osweiler got one of the richest contracts in quarterback history, seventy-two million, uh, with thirty-seven of that guaranteed to go and play for the Texans and played three quarters of one season, won a playoff game, yeah. by the way, because the Raiders quarterback was injured. Uh, Connor uh, Cook, yeah, no, no, Connor Cook played. It was Derek Carr. Was yeah, yeah, that Connor was Cook, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, beat mm. Connor Cook, and and then was traded. Plus a high draft pick to the Browns to just get rid of his massive salary and disappeared into the ether. I think he, he had one year backing up at the Broncos again. Yeah, that, yeah. for me, is we should do that one day. Oh, Qu- yeah. Quarterback contracts that went wrong. But that is always one of Peyton's legacies for me, is the Osweiler <laughs> year where he was just terrible. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> I, when it comes to quarterbacks, I try not to go by win percentages and contracts. Because they don't really mean a lot, but um, I think yeah, that'd be fine <laughs> to do. Right, uh, that's the end of the debate and the end of the show. Unless anybody's got anything else to throw in, well done everyone on uh, managing that without a running order. Hur- yeah. Hurry back, Jim. All is forgotten. Oh, and Paul, get well soon, uh, or you know, at least get rid of the scabby pox. That yeah, cockpox. Cockpox. That's the one. That's the one. As long as it's not monkey cockpox, because I don't want to know where he got that from. <laughs> Just saying. Right, that's all from us. Good night.